Broadcasting from our studios in the UK. Heard around the world. Automatic musical instruments. On app, on Alexa speakers and online. Tuesday Night Live. With James Dundon. Welcome to another live show where we bring you the best of the uh, of the organ world, whether it be uh, vintage rallies or collections and museums or large-scale festivals. Waldkirk has just happened, and someone who's been to the event is the very lucky mechanical music radio presenter, Glenn Thomas. Evening, Glenn. Good evening, James. Evening. It's great to speak to you, and I know that you... An amazing time in Waldkirk. Um, we're going to be sharing some of your memories throughout the program this evening. What, firstly, what was the weather like? Was it kind to the event? You know, the weather was just outstanding. There was rain prior to and afterwards, but for the two Saturday and Sundays, uh, plus Friday evening, the opening, it was just absolutely superb. Sunshine, perfect temperatures, little or no winds. Everybody was thrilled. Excellent. And uh, more importantly, were the organs behaving themselves in the sunshine? The organs were all behaving themselves. I think in the entire two days, I only heard one or two ciphers and uh, the organs rapidly apologized for those. So <laughs> everything was in uh, everything was in good order. And uh, I would say that the uh, the organ the organ owners as well as the organs were all in fine flight. That's good. Glenn, we will catch up with you again in just a moment's time to find out more about the Volkirk Festival. I, sadly, I couldn't make it this year. I, again, I've never been to one, something I really regret. But luckily, Glenn was there, so he'll tell us all the gossip and we'll hear some of the instruments at the festival as well on the show tonight. Uh, first, though, let's get into things. We, I suppose we ought to start with the Continental Fairground organ. Let's play this 38 Ruth and one of my favourite pieces on such an instrument. Smiles.
Smiles played on that Ruth 38. More continental instruments of all kinds that have attended at the Voldkirk Festival, uh, past and present, coming up on the show this evening. And Glenn Thomas will be back on a little bit later uh, to tell us about his experiences of the festival the weekend just gone. A Tuesday Night Live with James Dundon. You're very, very welcome. Our Tuesday Talking Point is up on our Facebook page. We're asking you the best meal you can cook camping at a rally. The best meal you can cook camping at a rally. Uh, Charlie Gypsum uh, says, if it's in the morning, bacon, sausage, black pudding, tomatoes and beans. I love a caravan fry up. Uh, Chris Gunn says, joint of beef cooked in the smoke box of a traction engine. Chris, I'm I'm uh, consulting a copy of the program and finding out where you are on site. That sounds good. Uh, wh- what about you? Let us know the best meal that you can cook camping at a rally field. Uh, you can give us a text. You can give us an email. Contact us via the website, mechanicalmusicradio.com. Now, Volkirk Festival weekend just gone. One of the star instruments to appear is the Hagenar. And here it is playing Amsterdam from an old digitised record that we've got. songs but what's the connection mechanical music radios connect four into the first game of the evening when we do connect four and we're going to play four songs and you just got to simply tell us what links them uh guess guess the connection 
Uh, when you think you know, uh, on the website, send us a message, mechanicalmusicradio.com. And remember, it is fastest finger first. So you may um, take a punt, you might get the right answer, you never know. Or maybe you need to hold on for a song or two more. Let's see how you go. First track is a Diana Ross tune. It's called When You Tell Me. Music Radio's Connect Four.
you go. On Connect Four so far, we play some Beatles and some Diana Ross. When I'm 64 and When You Tell Me. What's the connection? Uh, many people, I reckon, would have got it already. So go on, give it a go, mechanicalmusicradio.com. We move on to track three. This is Rose Coloured Glasses. <laughs>
Mechanical Music Radio's Connect Four. should need to uh, decide what tonight's Connect Four is, hopefully. Festival of the Flowers played there on the Whitney Studios Los Angeles Theatre Organ, as digitised from LP. Nice to hear. So we did Festival of the Flowers, Rose Coloured Glasses, When I'm 64, and When You Tell Me. So we did Diana Ross, The Beatles, Rose Coloured Glasses, and Festival of the Flowers. If you think you know what connects for four, get in touch now. Text the studio now, 07871 221 511 or email through our website, 
mechanicalmusicradio.com. Tuesday Night Live with James Dundon.
couple of instruments that have been lucky enough to go over to the Waldkirk event. The Andreas Roof Fairground organ with Nigel Myers and formerly the Paul Courage Roof, now back on the continent, of course, the Model 36. We played Memories and Hotel Bock. Hope you enjoyed that. Four songs, but what's the connection? Mechanical Music Radio's Connect Four. Well, we have had loads and loads of messages. The Connect Four, did you get it this evening? Uh, we played you a Beatles hit when I'm 64, Dinah Ross hit, When You Tell Me, also Rose Coloured Glasses and Festival of the Flowers, but what was the Connect Four tonight? Andrew Rota was first, Ian Tepper second, Peter Mackett third. Also, I need to say well done to Ben Jackson. Well, for giving it a go. Buying flowers for somebody? No. Michael Clark in Leeds thought getting old? No. Mark Raven thought the connection might be love and romance? Mm, well, no. Michael Pumphrey gets it right. Also, 503, no name on the text. Thank you, though. Paul, Denise and Vicky. Also, hi to Robert and Catherine in Callington. And many more. Tonight, it's the Glastonbury Festival. You see why I paused and said, uh, about the love and romance thing now. Yes, for Glastonbury Festival, because Diana Ross and the Beatles uh, both headlined, Paul McCartney at least, and Diana Ross. Old headliners, bless them. And we did rose-coloured glasses, glass, glass. And then we got Festival of the Flowers. So the Glastonbury Festival. The Grange Musical Collection, based in Suffolk. They're the UK's largest and most diverse museum for mechanical music with regular public open days on the first Sunday of every month. They're always on the lookout for a new and unique exhibit. Contact in confidence if you have something to sell. Find them on Facebook or visit thegrangemusicalcollection.com. Proud supporters of Mechanical Music Radio.
Nevada family's Model 38 Ruth and Continental Instruments celebrated tonight. Uh, we've just had the Volkirk Organ Festival once again. It happens every two years, but of course, because of COVID, we had to wait a bit longer this time around. Well, it happened. The weekend just gone. I'm sure your social media feed has been filled with lovely pictures of the event. And Mechanical Music Radio presenter Glenn Thomas managed to get along to the event and can tell us a bit more about it. Glenn, I know you had a great time. Um, let's talk about some of the more unusual places that you could go to within the festival because you get into the organ building workshops of Jaeger and Brommer. Yeah, um, this was most unusual because I had never uh, been to any of these organ building workshops for anywhere, um, let alone probably one of the world's leading builders of um, crank organs and other things. Um, Wolfgang Brommer um, has uh, is the uh, lead for this wonderful three large building um, organ building workshop, which has been there for years and years and years. Um, he's in the second generation now, and they have a very active business, primarily building crank organs. Um, they also build uh, residence church organs, which is uh, where some of the money makes. But they had their entire three shop buildings open. Um, the beginning of each um, one to two hour session or so was sort of general tour, not only for the uh, festival visitors, but for the locals. And we had a lot of locals, fortunately, around. And so all this was new. And these shop buildings were wide open. We could see the actual work going on in building pipes, in building stacks, in building every part of these organs. And it was being explained to people with visuals and movies and to have so many locals even even people who are familiar with organs like me uh, for all the years i've been involved in in this interest i've never seen such an explanation and such an example of building pipes building everything that goes into these organs and the workmanship from jaeger and brahmer is just extraordinary yeah no we've seen examples of their instruments absolutely and what do the locals make of it glenn was there awareness that they had such an organ building firm in their town i think most of the locals are aware of it because there are statues and monuments everywhere and when you even enter town or whether you're a local or anybody else they have two gigantic cylinders um uh, pin cylinders are really the size of torpedoes that sit there so all the locals are certainly aware but they don't realize the magnitude they don't realize the overall scope and the significance this has within this industry and the world and to see their town uh, and you know the the other thing this is the first time this has been in five years normally these festivals are held every three years but it had been five years uh, because two years off because of COVID. And so for some of the locals, this is like a new half a generation later. And so this is new to so many locals and so many people. You could just see them going around, um, wheeling their baby carriages and um, uh, carrying some of their groceries and yet stopping to look and listen to all this. And they were asking questions and they were quite obviously in awe. So for the locals, this is a major event, and it really opens their eyes to the significance of what their hometown really means in this industry. It's great. Now, as well as some of the Continental Fairground-style instruments, there were some Dutch street organs that made it across the border. What did you enjoy listening to, Glenn? Yeah, there's nothing like a great street organ. Um to me, um, to me, mid-sized street organs or large street organs is my personal favorite. 
And um, we were fortunate to have the Carl Fry Street Organ de Habenar and the Anton Pluer Street Organ de Harmonica there. Um, these organs were probably side by side, uh, maybe um, no more than a stone's throw away from each other. And they would alternate um, with approximately half hour sets. And they had their carts full of books. These organs were in fine voice, just gorgeous visual instruments as well as listening to the music. And what was especially interesting to me is the the Habanar was operating under 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 power, but uh, the harmonica is strictly a crank organ. There is no power on this organ, and the ability to crank this organ. Uh, as as large as this organ is, and as musically impressive as it is, this organ can be cranked with barely any pressure with one hand. And we saw the organ owner turning this over to some of the young locals to be able to crank this organ and have the power of this wonderful organ with the great sound. And of course, the overall voicing of the pipes in both organs, but Anton Pluer's pipe voicing in the harmonica. We just sat there for hours listening to these organs trade off half hour sets and it was just terrific well uh, you get treated to that right now here at mechanical music radio we're going to play a track from the harmonica and then a track from the Hagenar. Thank you. 
Mechanical Music Radio.
Mechanical Music Radio's One Second Song. Here we go then. Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. We were saying the um, Harmonica Street Organ was there. We've already played a track on the show from the Harmonica tonight. We're going to play another one before the end of the hour because that is our One Second Song tonight. Harmonica is the organ. All you got to do is tell me what's the One Second Song on the Harmonica. Easy. Come on, you can get that. We only give you a second, and I know the tremulant is wavering, so it makes it doubly difficult. But think think about the name of the piece of music here. Uh, pick up your phone, get on the email, and tell us what the one-second song is. Good luck. Answer coming up. Text the studio now. 07871. Double two one five double one, or email through our website, mechanicalmusicradio.com. If you'd rather be anywhere than stuck indoors arranging insurance, why not give Walker Midgley Insurance Brokers a call today? We've been established for over 40 years, so our friendly specialists can sort the right cover. For organs, steam vehicles, modelers, clubs and societies, as well as vintage tractors and much more. We believe we can beat your existing quote. Call us today on 0114 250 2770. Walker Midgley is part of the Towergate Underwriting Group Limited, who are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Cover is for UK-based customers only.
marched to Versailles on a 52-key Verbeck Street organ that was presented at the Volkirk Festival this year. I think that particular one is actually from Germany, so instruments came from Holland, Belgium, right across the borders uh, to join at the Volkirk Festival. And, Glenn, I think you saw that instrument playing in the street. Yes, I did. It was it was it was marvelous. Uh, I am a fan of the Verbeek organs as well. And uh, as you say, this organ it came a little bit of a distance, but uh, there it was, and uh, people were really enjoying it. And I know you say you're a fan of the Verbeek organs. Of course, you got one of the most impressive with the Glacier concert organ. <laughs> yes, one of the reasons I'm such a fan. <laughs> Did you manage to see any of the Verbeck family there? I'm guessing they were visiting. Yes, uh, yes, was uh, it was interesting. Um, Jeffrey Verbeek, uh, like fourth generation uh, of the Verbeek organ building family, was there, and um, Johnny Verbeek's wife um, was there. Unfortunately, of course, Johnny Verbeek is gone, not with us anymore. But Marika Verbeek was there. We had a nice conversation about uh, what was happening in business about some music and um, they were enjoying greeting some people. And uh, so it was a good opportunity for me and for some other people to meet them who really hadn't met them in the past. Absolutely. Great. Now um, there were other bits and pieces happening during the Volkirk weekend. It's not just a street festival. There were other special events planned and I understand they had a very special church service. Yeah, the uh, church service on Sunday morning was a part of the uh, repertoire listed in the program. And of course, this is a church service that routinely happens every Sunday for the locals. Um, But what some of the locals perhaps didn't know, uh, but what a lot of them did, is that the uh, service incorporated three crank organs from three different makers, cranked by three different people, and they were incorporated so beautifully in the church service that instead of all the um, all the organ interludes or organ accompaniment for the hymns being played by the resonant uh, organ that sat up in the balcony in the back, suddenly we were treated to these three individually different crank organs, um, playing hymns, incorporating that music. And what was so unusual and special, I've heard a lot of crank organs, but the acoustics in this chapel are extraordinary. And to have a crank organ sitting right in the center, perfectly placed, cranked just as it should be um, to the congregation enjoying these hymns and singing along with them, it sounded far greater than the actual size of these crank organs. And uh, the other thing that was spectacular is, I don't know how many people these church services normally attend, uh, but the chapel had probably three times as many people as it would normally have. Not only, of course, visitors who were enjoying listening to these organs in a very different setting, but now the locals were attending a church service and suddenly having the opportunity to hear it in an entirely different way, further enhancing not only this um, this uh, religious service for them, but also to get a much better feel on what crank organs really are. How lovely. Now, uh, as well as the official church service, there was a, a moment of commemoration for Carl Fry Sr. and Jr. Uh, travelling to the graveyard in Volkirk. Um, and there was actually... Um, believe it or not, uh, Carl Fry, um, Carl Fry's daughter, and I believe uh, son as well, at the memorial. 
at the family grave and the street organ, the Cause of Calm, attended and played some appropriate Carl Fry arrangements there on the graveside and flowers were laid as well. A lovely moment organised by the KDV. And we've got a couple of tracks of the Cause of Calm playing some Carl Fry arrangements right now for you. Mechanical Music Radio.
Tales of Khan and a graveside commemoration organised by the KDV happened in memory of Carl Fry Sr. and Jr. A wonderful moment. You can see pictures of it on the KDV Facebook page. Uh, Glenn, in summary, the Volkirk Festival, a great success. I think it's fair to say that um, maybe more street organs than uh, Continental Fairground organs this time around. Yeah, um, this was my very first festival. I have uh, been around and, and seen lots of organs in different places, but this was um, my first opportunity. And um, I've got to say, there were many more crank organs, street or, uh, street grind organs around that I expected. Literally, and probably with no exaggeration, there were hundreds of all kinds of crank organs scattered around, usually in pods of maybe five here, 10 there, uh, maybe eight someplace else. What I was surprised not to see were a lot of the mid or large size um, fairground organs that I fully expected to normally when you go to a function, um, an organ, uh, an organ rally, an organ function. Uh, of course, uh, some of the ones that are taking place in the UK and Europe during the summer, you expect to see large organs. Uh, frankly, there were literally just a handful of those there. And, um, People tell me, in, in talking to some of the organ owners and uh, some of the organ locals, people tell me that, uh, well, it's been five years, perhaps the uh, separation of time caused a little bit of loss of interest. Um, gasoline and travel expenses are way up there. Um, people just don't seem to have the same level of interest and dedication. A couple of them sort of confided in me that some of the regulations that the town had imposed since the last festival, some of the paperwork and some of the other regulations had increased to the point that it was very difficult for them to do it and they just gave up. So uh, that's one of those things, uh, but uh, don't be uh, misled in the fact that the totality of the two and a half days was absolutely sensational with everything that I've been um, explaining today with you on the show. Um, it was just a tremendous experience and I'm, I'm just thrilled to have had the opportunity to go absolutely lovely social atmosphere was created and um some may see there's, there's street organs and unturned organ instruments are um easier to have a conversation in front of shall we say than some of the larger continental <laughs> instruments that you'd see it is interesting the change that's going on in the world at the minute glam the cost of fuel um, you know, maybe some people who own some of these instruments are getting older or, or deciding not to travel as much. And we're seeing this here in the UK since COVID of a rally scene looks a very different landscape these days. So it is going to be interesting going forward um, what happens with some of these instruments, what's displayed. Uh, but at the end of the day, a great festival worth supporting and public facing. That's the most important thing. Like some of the festivals we've seen in the United Kingdom, like the Dis Organ Festival in Norfolk, we've talked a lot about on the show. It's just nice to go to the public instead of expecting the public to come to a organized vintage rally in the middle of a field or something like that, isn't it? It is, and uh, what we're, of course, really all about is um, is uh, exciting a new generation and exposing what we do and the wonderful music and to let people watch and enjoy and also hear some contemporary tunes that they're familiar with on these wonderful organs. That's what we're all about, and we certainly at uh, Volkert accomplished a lot of that. Brilliant. 
Glenn, when are you going to be back on the radio? Because you are taking some time off at the minute. You've had a bit of a tour around, um, well, not just uh, Volkirk, but uh, the Netherlands and the UK. Uh, when can we expect you to return, they cry. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I um, I hate to admit, but I've been off for three weeks. Uh, not only, uh, of course, the... Um, the focus of the particular trip was Volkirk, but I've also been around and attended something like 15 Oregon museums and workshops and builders here on a trip, and I'll be talking about that also over the next few months. Uh, but um, I'm going to be back on the air, I believe. I don't have the calendar for me, but I believe it's something like Monday, July 10th or 11th or 12th or whatever that Monday yeah, is. It's the 11th. Coming up in about two weeks. It's the yeah, 11th. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's the day I'll be back on the air and I'm looking forward to it. Glenn, we can't wait to hear you back on. He does a super show from midnight till two, uh, British summertime. Uh, make sure you tune into him when he returns. And Glenn, enjoy your well-deserved break. You, uh, you really do. And thank you for sharing your experiences of the Volkirk Festival tonight. Thank you, James. Mechanical Music Radio's One Second Song. Did you get tonight's One Second Song? Fastest finger first, Peter Mackett. And congratulations to Andrew Rota, a close second, and Michael Clark in Leeds is third. Also, messages coming in from Mar Raven, who gets it bang on. Well done, Ben Jackson. Uh, also, we've got Bill and Claire in the US. Ben Easton, who's probably mowing Johnny Ling's lawn. And then what else we got here coming in? Uh, hi, James. I think tonight's one second song is... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, David Aldridge... You are correct. Also, hi to Carol Hall. Uh, thanks also to 211 on the text, Vicky Hall and Denise Rogers, the Rogers family, Andy Haskins, and many more. Uh, did you get tonight's one-second song? If I play you a bit more of it... Ah, it was Daisy Daisy or Daisy Bell.
Daisy Bell was our one-second song. Hope you enjoyed Tuesday Night Live. My thanks to fellow presenter Glenn Thomas for his insights into the Volkirk Organ Festival. Hope you have a pleasant week. Stay tuned. We have special programmes from our friendly presenters 24 hours a day with the best music. And next after 10, it's your choices on the request hour. So what do you want to hear? You better get it in the queue at mechanicalmusicradio.com. Mark in the US. Jonas in Bedford, Vicky in Dorset, David in North Tyneside, your choice is all to come. And we'll play yours too, so get requesting now at mechanicalmusicradio.com. You've got an hour to fill, next. (laughs) 